0: Are you looking to move to Australia, but you want to know what jobs are in demand? Today, I'm going to tell you the top 20 jobs in Australia from most recent reports. And that is what is highly sought after in Australia right now. This information is super juicy because it's going to help you give the best tips on which skills are in demand or which pathway to get your qualifications and work experience. I'm even going to share with you what the average income is for these jobs. Australia is the land of opportunity for skilled overseas workers. Got a strong economy, shortage of labor, it's never been a better time to consider coming to Australia. I'm gonna highlight those top 20 occupations and give you some of the information on the next steps so you can get those qualifications assessed and start preparing for a visa. Let me help you map out a successful migration pathway to Australia. Hi, I'm Rhea
1: Favole, CEO and founder of Solvy Migration providing simple solutions for Australian migration. If you want to work, study, or even just a vacay in Australia, then you've come to the right place for expert tips on how to stop the confusion and choose the right pathway for a holiday, student visa, or permanent residency in Australia. Join me on Making Australian Migration
0: Easy. As we say in Australia, no worries, mate. Hi there. Welcome to the 13th episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. I'm Rhea Favole. I'm the host, CEO and founder of Solvi Migration and a former immigration official from 12 years. Today, I'm going to map out for you the top 20 occupation where there's shortages and an opportunity to migrate to Australia. This information will give you the great prospects from healthcare to ICT, hospitality, and so much more. There are so many promising opportunities. I'm going to put my years of policy experience in Australian government, a good use today to share with you how to create a solid immigration pathway. So sit back, relax, and see what the top 20 skill shortages are and learn how to turn these into a migration pathway. And of course, for our valued listeners, we'll be rewarding you with a little thank you towards the end with a bonus. So sit back, relax, and let me show you why coming to Australia is getting even better. So in last week's episodes, I had the pleasure of interviewing an amazing humanitarian nurse, nurse, Helen Zahos, where she shared her insights on a range of topics for registered nurses thinking about coming to Australia. She gave insights on the differences of working in the city, regional or remote clinical settings, some of the benefits of agency nursing and the flexible lifestyle that she enjoys, and advice to nurses who are aspiring to come and work in Australia as well. Australia is experiencing a drastic skill shortages but that means the land of opportunity is calling you. If you're thinking about making Australia your permanent home, today I'm going to share with you the top 20 positions that will help you secure a migration pathway. I'm also going to give you tips on what the salaries are for those occupations as well so you can really understand the benefits, how to get skills assessed for your migration pathway, as well as what the different types of visas are that you can look to. So let's dive right in and go through the list of those top 20 skill shortages in Australia. And I'll also give you the average salaries, noting they are average. Uh, So you could expect to achieve something higher or in some cases a little bit lower, depending on where in Australia you are and it will be obviously if you move to more regional or rural areas the cost of living is going to be lower so you'd take that into account as well depending on your location in Australia. So number 1 on the list and um as I was saying last week registered nurses they are highly sought after and it's only expected that the demand will grow at the moment the average salary Is around eighty-two thousand. That would be sort of for a a newer nurse, and then the salaries can increase from there. Uh, Number two on the list is software and application programmers. That demand is also growing as our IT infrastructure needs in Australia continue to be high in demand, and the average salary is around one hundred and ten thousand dollars per year. All of the prices that I'm giving right now, the average salaries are in Australian dollars, obviously being in Australia, just to inform your research. Number three on the list is aged and disabled carers. There's even a special labour agreement that's recently been introduced for them. Really good pathway to come to uh, Australia. They attract an average salary of around $70,000 per year. Number four on the list is child carers. Child care is still uh, quite a, an area of shortage in Australia, and child care workers can expect to have a salary of around $70,000 per year. Number five on the list is construction managers. Uh, you may have heard me say in a couple of episodes before there's a need for more infrastructure in Australia, there's also a housing shortage which means people to manage those projects is, is definitely in need. A construction manager in Australia, uh, the current average salary is around $140,000 per year. Number six on the list is motor mechanics. And depending on your skill level, most mechanics will attract a salary of around $76,000 per year. Number seven on the list is retail managers. Australians love to shop. We are a consumer society like many places, but we have a shortage of uh, skilled retail managers to come in and take those jobs forward and make sure that the operations can still be successful for retail venues. The average salary for this occupation is $86,000. Per year, of course, it will depend on the, the venue and location of that role. Number six on the list, as I've said before, we love good food here in Australia, one of the countries that just loves to, to eat out. So, chefs is still on that skill shortage list all over Australia, and you can expect to attract a salary of around $70,000 per year at, at a base level. And salaries can go up from there. And then next we've got number nine. We are on to general medical practitioners. Something to note if you're listening in and you are a medical practitioner. Most of you, this is this is general, obviously, not advice, but you will need to be sponsored when you come into Australia, even if you are a specialist in your own country, because you will need to be supervised for a period as a a general practitioner before you can get your accreditations and so on recognized for uh, independent skilled migration to australia and the average salary for a general medical medical practitioner is around two hundred thousand dollars per annum currently number ten on the list is metal fitters and machinists so a very specialized area but you are also highly sought after if you have those skills or you wish to come to Australia and study those skills the average salary is around $70,000 per annum with a number of these skilled areas that I mentioned where they might be working in mines they can expect to attract substantially higher salaries number 11 on the list is ICT business and system analyst again uh, IT is a booming area in Australia And you can expect in this occupation to attract an average salary of around $110,000 per year. Number 12 is civil engineering professionals. Again, with the infrastructure needs in Australia, their skills are highly sought after. Uh, The average salary sits at around $100,000 per year. Again, I have heard of much higher salaries if you're working in mining or other larger infrastructure projects. Number 13 on the list is electricians. They're also highly sought after. And at the moment, the average salary for an electrician is around $95,000 per year. Then we have pre-primary school educators. So these teachers are generally people, for young people who are three to four or five, depending on which jurisdiction in Australia or they enter what we call primary school education educators in this area obviously you need to be an accredited uh, teacher and you can expect to attract an average salary of around $85,000 per year number 15 is contract program and project administrators that's a bit of a mouthful there is a high demand for this area and that continues to grow as well so another one to look out for The average salary is reported at about $85,000 per year. Number 16 on the list, advertising and marketing professionals are also in demand and they can expect to attract a salary of around $85,000 per year on average. Number 17 on the list, if you've uh, listened into some of my previous episodes, particularly with healthcare, will come as no surprise physiotherapists. Australia has government funding to what is called the National Disability Insurance Scheme, as well as aged care. And so with those particular funding, it means that there there is a higher demand for those services from qualified professionals to provide physiotherapy. The average salary is reported at $80,000 per year. Number 18, and as uh, some of you may be familiar with this saying, but for the green thumbs out there, people who love the garden. So gardeners are actually in a shortage in Australia, so you'd need to be properly qualified to work in this area, So qualifications and work experience, and you can expect to attract an average salary of around $55,000 per year. Noting that the TISMAT, as I talked about in previous episodes, has recently been increased from the 1st of July. To be sponsored on this pathway, you'd need to have a minimum salary of $70,000 per year. The only time that that would vary is if you're engaged under a labour agreement. They have concessions of 10%. They do tend to be in those uh, regional areas, or they are in those regional rural areas in Australia, though, so a much lower cost of living, so still a very generous salary for the role and lifestyle that you will attract. Nineteen is mining engineers. Australia does still have a number of active mines. They are a large part of our resource economy in Australia, and so professionals who are mining engineers currently will attract an average salary of around $140,000 per annum. And number 20 on the list of the top 20 skills shortages in Australia, again, ICT related. So it's uh, database and systems administrators or ICT security specialists. They can expect to attract an average salary of around $115,000 per year. I hope that's been useful to let you know, I guess, when you're thinking about different pathways and how you can build a secure pathway, those are currently the top 20. You'll note from previous episodes where I've sort of talked about the broad industries that all of those occupations do fit into those broad industries that I discussed, the longevity of skills being needed in Australia, all of them actually fit into that. So topic two, and I have talked about this in previous episodes, so I will go over it for those who are listening for the first time. And this is around getting your skills assessed. You need to make sure that you have the requisite licensing or registration and or if you're looking at the state-nominated visas, it's going to be mandatory to have a skills assessment. Most occupations will require it even if you're sponsored by an employer. You will also need to make sure that you have the required English levels and so that means getting a proper test that is approved by the Department of Home Affairs in Australia. I will pop a link in so you understand what those tests look like. Don't make the mistake of doing a, an online test. It must be one that you go in and um, you supervise for that exam and there are different English level requirements tied to the occupation so that will be something important to research once you've identified okay is my occupation on the skills list you'll then need to establish what the English level is required and make sure that you've had your English skills tested at that level unless you have an exempt passport and The skills assessment, again, I will pop in the links. There are 42 different skills assessing authorities. And depending on which occupation you're doing will depend on which authorities are the appropriate ones to assess your skills for immigration purposes. So it will be important to, you'll be needing to pull together all of your credentials and work experience to show that you actually meet the skills requirement of the occupation that you're hoping to get a visa for. And if you don't yet have those skills, but you're really interested in coming and migrating to Australia, there are great study opportunities here. And Solvy Migration is proud to have a number of partnerships with organisations that deliver exceptional training in these areas. And I look forward to having some of them as guests on this podcast in the future. So do listen up. Again, some people may have recently finished their studies in Australia, so you may need to look to the subclass 485 temporary graduate visa or potentially the 407 visa simply to get the work experience that you're required to get so you can get a positive skills assessment and ensure that you have a clear migration pathway to your occupation. Last but not least, Okay, so now you've understood what those top 20 occupations are and maybe you've gone, yes, that's me or that's what I'm going to do. I understand I need to get my skills assessed, but what kind of visas are going to be available? So there are a number of different visas and some of them you might need to take a couple before you get to your goal. So there may be two that you need to take. As I mentioned previously, you may need a training visa or graduate visa if you've studied here. Or you may come here and you're sponsored by an employer on something such as the subclass 482 or the subclass 494, which is for regional areas. And they are a temporary skilled visa, so valid for a number of years. The great news is by the end of this year, all of them will have permanent residency pathways. So after it's around two to three years, and these these rules are changing at the moment, so um, I will, I'll keep my, my guidance loose on this. You can then independently apply for a, for a migration to Australia, so your permanent residency on the subclass 191. There is also nomination programs, which a lot of people are interested in. They are either with a state, so that's a jurisdiction, a state or territory in Australia, or there's the skilled independent program. To get those you need to have had, all of you will need to have had your skills assessed and then you will need to check whether or not the occupation that you've had your skills assessed for is on the list for potential nomination. Each state in Australia runs its own state nomination program or state or territory and they run them on a program year. That means it starts from 1 July each year through to 30th of June the next year, and they will advise which particular occupations they are inviting for visas. Some will be for a provisional visa, which is the subclass 491, which is for five years, but after three years, you can apply for your permanent residency. Others, it's the subclass 190, which is permanent residency immediately. The thing to check though is whether or not your occupation is going to attract one of those. A lot of people want to just jump straight to permanent residency, but your occupation may not be on their list for that. So just something to be aware of. Then of course there is direct entry with the subclass 186, which would either you have been on a subclass 482 or previously the 457 visa and then you are transitioning or you may have an employer who wishes to sponsor you under that. That's a lot to take in. I know there's so many different pathways and options. Please don't be discouraged. Always just do your do your research and make sure you check in and and get some professional advice to see that it applies to your circumstances specifically. There is detailed information available on the Department of Home Affairs website, but of course I'm always going to say you really should engage with a registered migration agent or immigration lawyer, such as my, myself or my team members, to make sure that you have met the evidence requirements to give yourself the best chance of securing visa and the great lifestyle that we enjoy in australia so it is a good time because we you know australia does have this drastic skill shortage and it does mean that that land of opportunity is definitely calling for you do think about it and um i hope that those professions have been helpful in uh, giving you some ideas about how you can create a really secure pathway to migrate to Australia. So today we talked about the top 20 skills to migrate to Australia with. And I also gave you a little bit of a rundown on what the average salaries are. Then we talked about the things you need to think about with getting your skills assessed and having registrations in order for the occupations. And then we went over at a high level what some of the visa pathways are to create your migration pathway to Australia. Thank you so much for joining me. Please do like, share, and subscribe. And feel free to drop in the comments anything else you would love me to have a, a chat about here. And of course, as a reward, the bonus that I love to give people, if you you're ready to plan your migration pathway and you want to book a consultation and get some professional advice to make sure you're doing things the right way, please book a consultation with me and my team. Our web address is www.solvimigration.com.au. That's S-O-L-V-I migration.com.au. And right in the top, you can click to book a consultation. And when you go there, you'll fill in some information about your background and circumstances We also appreciate having documents so that we can prepare for your consultation so there's a place to upload those. When you go to pay for the consultation, here's the bonus, I'm going to give you $50 off that first consultation. All you need to do is, where it asks for the payment details, there is a redeem code to enter and you are going to enter 50 off. That's 500 f, and you will receive $50 off your first consultation. Thank you so much for joining me again, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.
1: I hope you've enjoyed listening to Making Australian Migration Easy with me, your host, Rhea Favole. If you're ready to get started on your pathway to Australia, you can book a consultation on our website, solvimigration.com.au. That's solvimigration.com.au. If you've enjoyed the show and have learned a thing or two, please share, rate and review our podcast. Your feedback means the world to us as we try and let more people know the best way to study and work in Australia in a way that sets them up for long-term success. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you later.